Welcome, dragons. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. I hope you checked out the intro episode, episode 000. This episode is with Lindsay Treedent Malk from fitandawesome.com. I've known Lindsay for a few years. However, I did mispronounce her name as we started the podcast, so we're off to a great start. Lindsay was very entertaining, and she had a lot of really good information that I know I'm going to use and hopefully all of you can use, as well as uh, hope you're entertained for the next hour. I do want to let all of you know we were having a little bit of internet problems so there are going to be a few seconds here and there that sound a little scratchy. Uh, please forgive me, that should be corrected on all future episodes. Thank you guys for listening. I'm really, really glad you're here. Enjoy. In the basement rolling dice, rolling dice. I'm a wizard. When we play we do it right. Candles flicker, fighting dragons in my mind. Hello Dragons, my name is Kenny Rotter. Welcome to episode one of the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast, mixing nerd and fitness culture to break down barriers. Today I am very excited to be joined by Lindsay Treedent Ma from fitandawesome.com. Lindsay, how are you doing today? I'm good, how are you Kenny? I am great. I'm super excited you're joining us for our first podcast episode. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Oh, no, thank you. And so you and I have known each other for about eh, a couple years now. So I know a lot about you, but everyone out there listening may not know who you are. So who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, so my name is Lindsay Treden Malk, um, <laughs> and I work in digital marketing and social media. I have my own company called LTM Digital, with uh, focused on small to medium-sized businesses in the health, fitness, and technology space. So, got a, a long background in uh, marketing and social media, and right around the same time. When I started my company, um, I went through a major health change um, in my life. I was getting married at the time, and I was having a lot of GI issues. I, I was working out five to six days a week, uh, you know, really into fitness, but just didn't really feel like I had anything to, you know, quote unquote, show for it. I was, you know, constantly bloated, uh, had all sorts of, you know, digestive issues, and I went to see a doctor and. Uh, took a blood test and found out I had a food allergy. And the doctor said, well, you got to stay away from gluten. And I was like, I'm Italian. Like, that's not possible. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I kind of avoided the doctor's advice for a few months. And, and then I really just decided, you know what, nothing else is working. I'm getting married in a few months. I really want to feel good and look great. Um, so I decided to take my doctor's advice and I went gluten free. Thought I ate healthy at the time, but uh, looking back, I realized I, I didn't really eat as healthy as I could have been. Uh, completely changed my diet. Then I think the first three weeks of going gluten-free, I lost 10 pounds, which was really like a, a big breakthrough for me. And I kind of realized that, that what you put in your body really makes a huge difference. And it's not all about fitness. It's really a lot about health, too, and, and what you eat. Um, and I started, I was very active on social media just from my marketing background. And 
I started talking about these things on Twitter, sending little tidbits, posting pictures of things I was eating. People kept saying to me, what's your blog? Well, you know, what's your, what's your blog URL? And, you know, I'd blogged on various platforms over the years and, uh, really, you know, it inspired me to, to create my own blog. In November of 2012, fitandawesome.com was born, uh, during Thanksgiving weekend, uh, you know, four day weekend, had some free time and, and decided to start writing content and, and just doing a brain dump and, and documenting my experience and talking about it. And, uh, uh, yeah, that's a little bit about me and, and how my site was born. And now we're three and a half years later going strong and, and, uh, having a great time. That's awesome. And I know I, I really enjoyed the content that you post. It's definitely informative and it's definitely helped me with my fitness goals and my health goals. Oh, awesome. I love hearing that. Thank you. <laughs> so, so why don't you tell everybody about one of your heroes, either favorite fictional hero, superhero, source of inspiration, your choice? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> there, there's a lot I could go here, but I think, you know, kind of in the health and fitness world and also crossing over into the business world, I think someone that, that I draw a lot of uh, inspiration from, and I, I think is just doing a tremendous job is Lorna Jane Clarkson. She's the founder and CEO of Lorna Jane Activewear, and she's Australian. And what I love about her is she started this activewear company, and they're really popular in Australia. And they just started kind of breaking through in the U.S. a couple years ago. And and she's just a huge advocate not for her apparel but also for getting people to live a healthy and active lifestyle so she's she's very involved in in talking about what what she eats in the morning and you know she wakes up and she drinks a glass of water with lemon and she walks her dog and she has quiet time before she goes into work and she does yoga every day i mean she has a yoga room at her house which must be freaking awesome um (laughs) must be nice must be nice, right? So, so yeah, so she, she's also someone who's developed a cookbook. She, she writes books about just, you know, motivating, uh, you know, women primarily to live a healthy and active lifestyle. And hey, you know, it, it just, this is just part of your life. You know, it's not something that you diet and you go on for a short period of time, but you just live this life every day. And, you know, and this is what you do. And I think that she's been a really great source of inspiration for me. And then also, I just love seeing, you know, the impact that she's had on the health and fitness community, um, you know, just just since they've kind of come out in the U.S. in the last couple of years. So I would say that she's someone, if you haven't taken a look at her, she's from a, a health, fitness and, and business perspective. She's she's really doing it great. Excellent. And we will provide a link to information about Lorna Jane Clarkson on the show notes page in case anybody wants to know more about her sounds good we here at dumbbells and dragons are pretty big nerds so what is one or more of your favorite areas of nerdiness favorite tv show movie something like that yeah so i'm a pretty big tech nerd um (laughs) so i'm really into uh you know the latest and greatest technologies but i think when it comes to like areas of nerdiness. Um, I'm a big music fan, so uh, I really like to geek out and 
and uh, find new and cool music to listen to. So that's something that I'm always uh, kind of out and about and looking for. And I listen to Spotify pretty much all day while I'm working. So I, uh, I definitely like to geek out with my music. Oh, excellent. What is your favorite, uh, current, what is your current favorite, uh, music genre? You know, I listen to a lot of indie rock and, uh, I would say that's probably my favorite current genre, um, of music and, um, something that I just enjoy listening to and, uh, just anything mellow that kind of just puts me in a, in a nice relaxed mood is, is probably something that, that I'll enjoy. For sure. That's awesome. Excellent. Definitely, I'm more of the uh, hard rock, get me pumped up to do whatever it is I've got to do. And I'm into that, too. So, <laughs> so uh, one, one thing that, that people might not know about me is uh, I'm a huge punk rock fan. So I grew up listening to punk rock in Southern California. So I really love punk rock. So when I need those kind of bursts of energy or, you know, music to just really kind of pump me up and motivate me, that's when the punk rock comes out and it's usually you know 90s southern california punk rock <laughs> okay do you have a, do you have a go-to band or a go-to album that you will put in whenever you need that special kick oh gosh there's so many i mean my favorite punk rock band of all time is face to face uh grew up listening to them uh the bouncing souls you know there's lots of punk rock music strung out was a big one that we listened to growing up so um, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> excellent, excellent. I, uh, a couple of those I have not heard of, so I will definitely be educating myself on those later. Yeah, take a listen. Uh, and go break some things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure my wife would love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll go outside before I break things. Now, speaking of breaking things, if you could have any superpower, what would you pick? And it could be the power to break stuff. So I think if I had any superpower, it would be the ability to heal people. Oh, wow. That is a quite a selfless superpower choice. Yeah, but it's one thing that, you know, I feel like I can't control. So that's something that if I had the ability to, I would. Since you run Fit and Awesome and you are a fairly fit individual from our interactions, What's your current attitude towards fitness? So that's a great question, Kenny, because my attitude towards fitness is always changing. Um, when we first met, you know, back in 2014, if you remember, I was probably about six months pregnant. I do remember. When we met. Yeah. Um, so at that time, uh, my, my attitude towards fitness was very different. You know, I was, I was used to working out five to six days a week, doing very high intensity activity, training for triathlons, doing CrossFit. Um, when I got pregnant, I had to keep my heart rate below a certain level and I could only engage in low impact, um, physical activity. So that was really tough for someone like me, right? Uh, who was like really, really active. Um, and now we fast forward and my daughter's 15 months old now. So, um, you know, I've been able to get back into fitness, but now my attitude towards fitness is fitting in the time to work out because I'm so busy between, uh, you know, being with my daughter, being with my husband, being with our family and then working a lot. So it's, it's finding that time, right. To work out. So, 
So my current attitude towards fitness is, is get it done and, and whatever works for you. So that's, that's kind of my attitude. And, um, you know, I schedule fitness into my calendar, just like I schedule a meeting and that's, that's how I get it done. And that's what works for me. That's awesome. And I think that's definitely something people can take away from. It doesn't matter what works for your neighbor or your coworker. It doesn't matter what works for me. It doesn't matter what works for you. It matters. It matters what works for the person trying to work out and trying to get fit. So, you know, what works for me is not going to work for them. Yeah. And it's always going to be evolving, right? Like if you were to ask me this question three months ago, um, what I was doing for fitness at that time, three months ago, was after my daughter went to sleep at night, my husband and I were doing at home body weight CrossFit workouts at night. So we were doing those three to four times a week. We we're just using our body weight, doing sit-ups, push-ups, lunges, squats, burpees in the house. And and that was our form of exercise. And, and that was what was working for us at that time. And now, now, you know, fast forward three months later and, you know, we're doing a little bit of different physical activity, but it's always changing and always evolving. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like you are a uh... The family of getting it done. We like to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say is your current area of strength or your favorite type of exercise? So one thing is running. Um, I used to run I used to run marathons. <laughs> I used to run half you know, five, six half marathons. I was a big active runner and when I kinda went through this whole health and lifestyle change, I stopped running as much and you know I found that I was still like getting really great health results um but now that I'm you know starting to get back into physical activity and, and doing more high intensity workouts um really finding a lot of joy again in running so um I play soccer once a week I play co-ed soccer and I'm having a lot of fun doing you know high intensity like sprints on the field and, and running during soccer but then also just going out the front door of my house and going on a, on a two, three mile run or taking our golden retriever for a run with me. Um, that's, that's been probably my new favorite type of exercise just because it's something that I haven't been able to do in a while. That's awesome. And it's important to stress that that's probably one of the easiest and cheapest ways to get into fitness is you lace up a pair of decent shoes and you go outside and you walk, jog, or run. You know? Yeah, exactly. You don't need a fancy gym membership. You don't need a fancy pair of really expensive workout clothes. Just a pair of shoes and not even a destination. Yeah, and you know, I was really, really motivated by one of my clients actually on the business side. They're a nonprofit that uh, they annually train 3,500 middle school and high school at-risk youth in LA to run the LA Marathon. And I, you know, the marathon just happened um, February 14th here in Los Angeles, and I watched all these kids cross the finish line. They're you know 13, 14, 15 years old, and I'm like, damn, like I want to to run a marathon by the time I turned 30 and these kids are running a marathon by the time they're like 15, 13, 14 years old. And I think that that also motivated me to like lace up my shoes and start running again. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and that's kids run LA, right? 
Students run LA. Students run LA. Yeah. Students run LA. My bad. You're doing really well at the running. Where is an area that you'd like to improve? Consistency. That's my Uh, biggest, biggest challenge right now is I have some weeks where I just have this great week and I work out so much and I feel so good. And then the next week it's like I work out once or twice and, you know, I just, it just kind of, I feel like I'm just not consistent. Like I don't have, I'm not that person that, you know, has that set schedule of, you know, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I, at this time I'm doing this activity. It's, it's very varied, um, based on the week and what I'm doing. So I struggle with consistency. So, so that's something that I'm struggling to improve. And, and one thing that I've done is, is I found that on Tuesdays, I really don't have time to work out. I've just been so busy and I work the full day. And by the time I come home, I don't really want to work out. I want to put my daughter down and spend time with my family. Uh, so one thing that, that I, I decided to do for Tuesdays is, uh, we have someone that helps with my daughter while I'm at work and um, she's coming an hour earlier now in the morning so that I can work out in the morning before I go to work. So that that actually starts tomorrow. So you can uh, check in with me in, in a little <laughs> bit here and, and let me see how I'm doing. See if you're holding me accountable to uh, to getting that Tuesday morning workout in. That's awesome. And I will probably send you a text tomorrow being like, do you work out today? Awesome. Please <laughs> do. <laughs> Um, that's awesome. And that's really great that you recognized something was happening on Tuesdays that you weren't, you weren't getting what you wanted out of your Tuesday and you adjusted and you adapted and you made it work for you. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, in a month it might be my Thursdays, it might be another day. Um, but that's, you know, always, it's always changing. So just kind of being able to adapt. And, you know, my goal is really to make sure I try and get, you know, three workouts in a week, um, which, you know, isn't that much for me coming from, you know, working out almost every day, but, you know, just getting that consistent three, three days a week. And then if I have other weeks, right, where I work out five days, great. But, you know, just making sure that I always have that comfortable base. Now, you spoke about this a little bit in the about you, or at least you spoke about um, your your health issues a little bit in the about you. But was there another time in your life when you experienced a failure? And then what did you learn from it? So, yeah, I can talk about one that I experienced recently, actually. It was several weeks ago. I was in San Diego, and I was invited to speak at the Water Sports Industry Association Annual Summit was about 175 ten attendees, and I was asked to lead a breakout session on digital marketing and social media, uh, which was really great, and, and that went really well. And the day before my my breakout session, they, they invited me to go wakeboarding um, over at the Mission Bay Aquatic Center in, in San Diego. And I was like, wow, that sounds so cool. I've never wakeboarded before in my life, but that sounds really fun, and I'd love to try it. Um, so I went out and it was myself and a couple other of the speakers who were speaking at the event. They took us out on a, on a boat and everyone on the boat had wakeboarded before and, and had quite a bit of experience, you know, wakeboarding and being towed behind a boat. Now I've never done anything like this before. 
my life. I've never water skied. I've never wakeboarded, like boating, being on lakes, just not something I really have experience doing, even though I'm an, I'm an avid surfer and I snowboard and I love sports sports, but I'd never really done this type of activity. Um, so I got behind the boat and, you know, they said, okay, you know, we're going to, we're going to get you to go up and, you know, it, there's just this hurdle where you've got to be able to like get up to your feet from, from being pulled behind the boat. And if you're, if you're not pulling your, if you're pulling too hard, you know, you're not going to be able to get up, but if you kind of let go and relax, like the boat will just kind of naturally, you know, pick you up and you'll get to your feet. And that's the, the hardest part. Right. So, um, I get behind the boat and I struggled for about 30 minutes and I just could not get up, um, on this wakeboard, could not get pulled up behind the boat. And I just felt like, such a big failure. I was with all these, these people that were really great wakeboarders and had all sorts of experience. And I was like, damn, like I suck. <laughs> this really sucks. And, um, you know, I'd never done anything like that before. And then, you know, I just kind of thought, you know, I shouldn't be so hard on myself, but you know, it's like, I, I'm used to being good at things and I like <laughs> being good at things. And, and so this was a very humbling experience for me. And, um, and it was also frustrating because you know, I didn't get another chance to do it again because it was just a very quick, you know, couple media hours to do this. Um, so I guess the point is like what I learned from that is, you know, obviously I learned I can't be good at everything because then the next day I went and I, I spoke at this digital marketing and social media panel and it went great. I had a great experience. Right. Um, but the other thing that I learned is I do want to get back out on the water and I do want to get on that wakeboard and I want to get up. So, um, you know, that's something where I probably, you know, wouldn't have had any interest in wakeboarding, uh, you know, after doing it once, but it's something now where it's kind of like, okay, I got this. Like I gotta, I gotta get up on the wakeboard and maybe next time we'll spend a whole day doing it or, you know, whatever it takes to kind of hit that learning curve. But that's what I'm looking at now. Yeah, and I think that's a good good lesson to learn. You can't be great at everything, especially when you first start out. Yeah, I you think know. that it's a really important lesson. I mean, when I look at, you know, everything that I've done like in in my life and my sports and my fitness, surfing by far was the hardest thing I ever learned how to do. I mean, it took me probably a year of surfing pretty consistently before I was able to like ride waves. Um, and that's something that I, I will never forget because I was not a natural at it at all. I had to work really hard and I, and I feel like in, in most things that I do, um, I'm not necessarily naturally great at them, but I, I focus and I, and I work really hard towards them. So I think that you know, just knowing, you know, where I want to focus my energy, that's where I'm going to get the results. So if I want to go out and I want to wakeboard, then I'm just going to go have to plan a weekend and, and go wakeboarding. And, and that's what I'll do. And just kind of acknowledging, hey, like, you know, I can't be great at everything. But if I want to be good at this, like, I have to put in the time and effort to be able to do it. And that's awesome. And that's that's how I feel about so many different things that have come across my path. I can't be good at it immediately, but I'm going to try and try and try until I get to a point that I'm happy. And then I'm going to try even harder. Right. That's so, awesome. This is kind of a fun question for me. 
we you we talked a little bit about your your uh diet a little bit earlier. Do you have a favorite cheat meal? I do. And th- this is a funny question because when I interview people for Fit and Awesome, this is one of the questions that I ask. It's so funny because I interviewed um, uh, a paleo um, author and, and blogger, paleo cookbook, Well Fed. And I interviewed her a couple weeks ago for my, my site and I asked her the same question. She goes, I hate this question. I, it's not a cheat meal. It's just, you know, what, what you want to eat. And, and I agree with that. Um, but I would say I definitely have a cheat meal and, and I know, and I, I'm very conscious of when I, when I eat this specific thing, I know it is indulgent and I'm totally okay with it because I've made that conscious decision that I'm, I'm going to have it. That is a gluten-free pizza from Fresh Brothers (laughs) with, with turkey sausage and pepperoncinis and it is delicious. (laughs) That sounds really good. It is so good, and now you're making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so because this is episode number one, I want to share my favorite cheat meal as well. It's, I have to say, like just a cheeseburger with the biggest side of mac and cheese. Like, nice. And it's just, oh gosh. I'm tr- I'm actually trying. I, I, I'm not a vegan, but... I'm trying to find a good vegan mac and cheese recipe so that I can have Veronica, my wife, try it and see if she can tell the difference. You know, I came across one recently. I'll try and find it and send it to you. Ooh, please do. Please do. And if anybody else wants that recipe, it'll be on the show notes. Do you have a favorite mantra or motto? It's funny. I just put posted one this morning on Instagram, so I'll share that with you. Um, But that is my word for 2016. So um, I came up with kind of a word that just kind of embodies what I want to do this year. And, um, and that is focus. So I will share that with you guys. Uh, So that right now is my biggest, I don't know if it's necessarily a motto, but it's uh, my motivation is you know, kind of everything that I do in, in life and in working out and in fitness and in health, um, comes back to focus because what I found is I, I've got my hands in a lot of different things and the areas in my life that I focus on and put my energy towards, I always get the best results out of. So really thinking hard about what it is I want to focus on and what I want to achieve in those areas. Um, and then, really focus on getting the return back. So I would say that that's probably my, my biggest motto for this year. That's awesome. I think when I, when I, when I hear you describe that, it also kind of sounds to me like living with intention. Yes, definitely. And, and I just think that's important because what, whatever we do, we should just live with the intention of doing that fully into the best of our ability even even when we want to relax like let's intend to relax let's intend to take those rest days and recharge and i think that's really important for people to remember yeah absolutely and i think that it's important for people to remember that 
that recharging is essential to reaching your goals because if you're burnt out, you're not going to be giving your all or your best in anything that you're doing. So, so taking the time to acknowledge that and saying, look, like I need to build in rest time and recharge my batteries or, you know, go to the spa for a day, get a massage, like relax, like recharge, go to lunch with a friend, grab coffee. You know, all those things are, are really important to our overall success. Absolutely. Absolutely. And keeping our heads clear and being relaxed is definitely an important aspect of health and wellness moving absolutely yeah (laughs) moving on from uh into our last question about fitness is just what gets you up in the morning what really wakes you up and drives you to live with intention and to focus on what it is you want to accomplish so i think for me that this one i i really love because when I was working a corporate job, um, I would wake up in the morning and, and I wouldn't want to go. I was just, I was unhappy. I just wasn't happy with what I was doing. I was like, something needs to change. I want to be excited and fulfilled when I wake up in the morning and, and really live with purpose, right? And, and really be carrying that out. And, and I, and I feel so blessed to, you know, and that sounds really, really cheesy, but <laughs> I just, I'm very grateful that I'm able to wake up in the morning and, and really plan my day. I mean, I'm self-employed. I really get to plan my day every day I wake up, um, you know, and I'm excited to tackle the day because I really, the day is what I, what I create, right? So, um, I schedule my own calendar and every day what I do is I wake up and I go through all of the clients that I'm working with and all of the deliverables and action items that I have for them. And I, and I make a list and I make a list of everything that I need to do. And, and then I plan around that and, you know, whether it's okay, well, I'm going to take the, you know, this hour four o'clock and I'm going to go to take a yoga class or I'm going to go do yoga right when I wake up because I've got a busy day and I've got to work straight through and then I've got to go to an event at night or whatever it is. Um, but I think for me, what, what really, you know, gets me excited about what I'm doing is that, that I'm in the driver's seat. Um, you know, I'm controlling my destiny and, and my business and, and really the results that I get, it all goes back to that focus, right? Whatever I focus on, I get those results out of. So just kind of knowing that that everything that I'm do- doing is is going towards my business and, and, and growing, you know, growing what I'm doing is is really exciting for me. And I, I feel really lucky to be able to do that. That's awesome. And that is definitely a reason to get up in the morning to spring out of bed. Because you get to do what makes you happy. And that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's, it's really great. And I think, you know, there's, there's some quote out there. It's like, you know, find the time to, to figure out what your dream is or someone else will hire you to build theirs. And, uh, and I love that because, you know, I, I feel like I, I get to really kind of wake up and, and do what I want to do. And, you know, one of my passions is, is helping other people promote their passions. And, and I'm able to do that every day. And I feel very lucky to do that. And I think that actually goes back to your superpower is you get to wake up and help other people live their passions, which could be construed as healing what makes them get out of bed in the morning what gets them to wake up and tackle each new day so in a way 
you're actually living out your superpower. That is a great way to look at it. I like that. Excellent. We're going to move a little bit to some current events. Now, we have a saying here at Dumbbells and Dragons called Workout Nerd Out. And so the question is, what did you do this week to work out nerd out? Which means, what is one thing you did fitness-wise or health and fitness-wise? And what is one thing you did uh, nerdy-wise? Sure. So my workout nerd out is actually a combination of both things. Um, I have a Garmin Vivo Active watch. And if you're not familiar with that watch, it's it's basically the Garmin competitor to the Apple Watch. Um, so you're able to track your steps, and then it also um, it allows you to um, track your running, your biking, your swimming, which, which I love. You know, it can kind of track how many laps you're swimming in the pool and whatnot. Um, so I am a huge nerd when it comes to tracking my steps. So uh, nerdy-wise, I, I went to a trade show. And I wasn't able to uh, work out for those couple days. So I tracked my steps and I posted a picture of my steps every day on my Twitter. Because <laughs> um, it was it was pretty impressive. I think the first day it was like 16,000 steps. The second day it was like 13,000. The next day it was like 13,000, which, you know, is pretty good for just walking a, a trade show floor or whatnot. Um, so that was kind of like my nerdy fitness thing. And then on the nerd side, this isn't music related, but, um, my, my husband has been traveling for work. And so when he's not around, I watch all my like stupid girly shows that he won't watch with me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so I nerded out on Netflix and watched Fuller House, which is the, um, it's, if you, if anyone listening has grown up in the eighties and watched Full House, uh, you know, TGIF, that was one of my favorite shows growing up, uh, was Full House. And Fuller House is this Netflix original series where it's, you know, 30 years later and the kids are all grown and they have kids of their own and they move back into the house. So, um, so that's been my, my little nerdy indulgence this week. I finished that a couple weeks ago. Uh, and I was actually talking to somebody about it on Friday. What were your thoughts? So I'm not finished yet, so I can't really tell you. But it, it's funny because I read some of the initial, you know, reviews of it on the Internet when it first came out. And people were like, it's not as good as the original. And I just laughed at that because I was like, what are you expecting? It was like 30 years ago. Like, are you really expecting this show to be as great as you remember it in your childhood memory? I mean, no. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good way to but, put it. But, uh, but at the same time, like, I thought it was funny. Like, you know, they say things like, you know, like this outfit is on fleek or like, you know, is, is fleek still a thing? And, you know, I thought it was funny how they, they tried to infuse this kind of like current culture, but it was like super cheesy, but almost to the point where like they were acknowledging it, how cheesy it was. And, and I, and I got that and I thought it was pretty funny. I, how, what episode are you up to? Do you know? Uh, I think I've got two or three more left. Okay. So I appreciate because Mary-Kate and Ashley were the only two that said that they weren't going to come back for it. So I really appreciate just the small little jokes at the Olsen twins' expense. Oh, yeah. Those are pretty good. <laughs> there was one. Because they're 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 
running their fashion empire in New York, there's at one point one of the girls buys something from the Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen line, and they're like, oh, yeah, no wonder those girls don't need to act anymore. <laughs> and I was just like, that's hysterical. That made me crack up. Yeah, or like the uh, the Alanis Morissette reference. I thought oh. was pretty funny, too. <laughs> that was actually really funny. And the, the those type of breaking the fourth wall jokes... I really appreciated, and I thought were absolutely hysterical. Yeah, it was pretty good because I mean they just they they know their audience, you know, they know who's watching that show, and I thought that was pretty cool. To break the fourth wall with our audience, I've already recorded the fifth episode of the podcast that's coming out in two weeks. So hopefully you'll have finished Fuller House by then, because um, the person I'm discussing it with on that podcast. Um, we have some really big revelations about Steve. Oh, I can't, I can't wait. I'm going to definitely need to make sure that I finish it by then. <laughs> so everyone, that's a little teaser for you. Look forward for that. My workout nerd out is I've been super proud of myself. I have been very diligent about getting to the gym uh, every day which I'm on a six-day-a-week plan. I've I've stuck with that. I gained... I was in the best shape of my life last May. May 2015. In August of 2015, I gained 30 to 40 pounds because I didn't work out for the month of August and I just ate and ate and ate and drank. And so... <laughs> Now I'm finally getting back into a regular routine and it's, I'm really feeling a lot better health-wise and about myself. And then my nerd out is I'm catching up on Daredevil season two and I know you asked me earlier what that was. And to, to anyone else out there who doesn't know what Daredevil is, it's an awesome comic book and now it's an awesome Netflix TV show. So that was my workout nerd out. Nice. I like it. Now, focusing more on fit and awesome, uh, why did you start fit and awesome? Yeah, so I talked about that a little in the beginning, um, but really I think fit and awesome was born out of my my desire to share my story and my journey, um, about kind of what I was going through with my health, uh, information. And then also, you know, kind of marrying that to my, my digital marketing and my social media background. Um, so, you know, it was, it was really interesting because at the time I was, I was consulting for a, a rather large, uh, e-commerce brand and they were working with, with fitness influencers and so I was, you know, looking at the budget and looking at the program and, and what they were doing with the influencers. And I was like, wow, like, this is really cool. Like, I totally have a story to tell and, and I should start a, a fitness blog and, and kind of talk about my story. And I had a lot of people that were asking me for more information, like, you know, where can I find this recipe? How do I do this? Tell me more about this. And I didn't really have a platform or anywhere specifically to drive them to. So 
Um, you know, I'd kind of been thinking about it for a while and I had some time over Thanksgiving weekend in November, 2012. And, and I just said, you know what, let's go for this. Like, let's, let's, let's launch a website. And, you know, I told my husband, I was like, I'm going to start a website and about health and fitness. And he's like, cool, go for it. You know? Uh So, so we did that and, uh, launched that. And my goal was to, to really get a lot of content on the website right off the bat. Cause I knew that was going to be really critical to the growth. So I committed uh, to writing one post a day and I cannot tell you how important that was to getting off the ground right away because I was very diligent. I wrote content every day for fitandawesome.com. And then two months after I started the website, I did a whole 30 which this was now 2013, January 2013. The whole 30 was still a fairly new concept at the time. And I went on the whole 30 diet. Um, and I blogged every day through my experience. And I, and I talked about what I was eating and I posted recipes and I shared recipes that I found. And whole 30 found me and they featured me on their website. And, um, so that was really, uh, critical for me because at that point, um, I all of a sudden had an audience. So within six months of launching fitandawesome.com, I had a built-in audience and I had brands starting to reach out to me and write to me and say, Hey, we love your site. How can we work together? And I was like, wow, okay, we have something here. And, and I definitely need to, you know, take that focus and focus my attention on fitandawesome.com because some really amazing things are, are, are growing out of what I'm doing here. Yeah, absolutely. Lindsay, you know, I love fitandawesome.com. What struggles have you overcome bringing it from idea to fruition? Yeah. So I think that I've had a lot of different struggles, um, over the years. And I think one that I constantly battle with is balancing the time between between my consulting business LTM Digital and then my content and uh, responsibilities for fitandawesome.com um because um I'm always kind of trying to strike that right balance uh between the two you know finding time to write the content for fitandawesome after I've worked you know a really long day on on client work uh, can be really draining on me, but then it's also really fulfilling at the same time. Cause I'm like, Oh, I get to write content for my site now and, and, you know, and promote that. So, um, so I think that, you know, just finding that, that, you know, energy and motivation to kind of switch gears and, and focus on, you know, cause I call fit and awesome, my passion project within a passion project, mm-hmm. uh, because LTM Digital is is my company that I really created out of you know my desire to to be self employed and and do digital marketing um, consulting work. But when I talk with people about what I'm doing, um, they love hearing about fitandawesome.com. They just they love it. They love the site. They love the content. Um, they love hearing how I work with brands and you know the different you know things that I write about. So it's just it's so important for me too because. When I work with my clients, I am a big advocate for content, and I can't really do that and say that if I'm not doing it myself, right? So, so for me, Fit, Fit and Awesome is really like my own passion project that that I really promote, and you know, and in terms of struggles, also, I think that 
sometimes it, it, it's been hard for me to write content about fitness. Like for example, when I was pregnant and I was doing low impact activity, like that was really hard on me. Cause I was like, what am I going to write about? But as the, as I've evolved and, and I've gone through different things in my life, I've also evolved the site and I've added different categories to it. So for example, when we got our golden retriever Kona a couple years ago, I added a pet section to the site and I talk about different things and healthy food for your pets and different activities that you can do with your pets. Um, and now I'm a mom and I talk about different baby products and, and different bottles and all sorts of things that, that I find, you know, kind of new and nifty and mom hacks. And like one of the ideas I had this morning, which I would, you know, love to write about before this weekend is like how to create a healthy Easter basket for your child. Um, cause Easter's coming up this weekend and, um, you know, I see all these, these Easter baskets filled with chocolate bunny and jelly beans and all that stuff. And, you know, how, how can we create a healthy version of that? So, um, definitely the content has evolved as I have. And, um, also as I've struggled with finding the time to, to write, I've had contributors step up and help fill in the gap. So I have a really healthy contributor list. I think I've got about 20 people that contribute to the site now. And that's something that I opened up when my daughter was born because I knew I wasn't going to have the time to write because I was going to be busy taking care of, of a newborn child. So I opened my site up to contributors and I now I have, you know, a, a list of contributors who contribute content on a regular basis. And it's just a great way to bring in some different viewpoints and uh, personalities into fitandawesome.com. No, absolutely. And I definitely think that's a great way to get to get more content doing, in all honesty, less work, less work. You bring in writers, you bring in people you trust to who are knowledgeable about things that maybe you're not as knowledgeable about. Yeah, and different perspectives too. I mean, you know, for example, we went to Expo West, Natural Products Expo West in Anaheim, um, and the show floor is huge. There's over 3,000 exhibitors, and I was looking for particular products with minimal ingredients that kind of followed like a paleo, Whole30 type diet. And I have Becca, who's a contributor to Fit and Awesome on a regular basis, and she went to Expo West and covered it for Fit and Awesome, but her angle was completely different. Her angle was she was looking for vegan products um, and products with no added sugar. So um, so now when we have our Expo West recaps up on fitandawesome.com, we're going to have those different, you know, those different flavors. And, you know, it's so interesting how two people can have such a different experience when they're looking for different things. So I think it's really cool that we're able to, to bring both of those perspectives now into the site. No, absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree with that. And you spoke a little bit about the content you're doing the, the healthy Easter baskets. Uh, you said earlier that you work a little bit with brands and some of their products. Um, you did the Expo West finds which i actually really enjoyed because you guys found i was there as well you guys found a lot of stuff that i did not and so nice. i thought that was really cool are there any more features or articles uh or content that you think the dumbbells and dragons out uh listeners out there could really benefit from yeah, I mean, I would say that the the primary, you know, one of the things that, that I get feedback on about my site all the time is that 
people really like how it covers not only fitness, but also the nutrition aspects. So whole 30 and paleo diet. But you know, the one thing that people do tell me about the paleo diet is they feel like it's very, um, like all or nothing. Like you have to be like totally paleo and never break a rule and like really into it or like nothing. And you're not paleo at all. And so in, in my description of myself on my site, I call myself quote unquote, partly paleo. Um, you know, and the reason I say that is like, look, I love cheese. I love wine. Like <laughs> I love to eat gluten-free crackers. Like I'm not going to deny myself those things because I'm trying to fit into like a specific, you know, dietary, uh, group. Um, but when it comes to like overall looking at nutrition, like I, I think the paleo diet and the whole 30 is like the way to go. Like, especially like I tell people like find what works for you and do it. And like, I found what works for me and that's what it is. So, so I know that, you know, like I had to lose 60 pounds after I had my daughter, I gained a lot of weight being pregnant. And like, I knew exactly what I needed to do. I needed to go on a whole 30 and I needed to just eat a strict paleo diet. And, you know, I'm still not back down to my pre-pregnancy weight, but I've got, you know, a few pounds left to go. And I, I'm really proud of that. But, you know, I know what works for me. And, and I think that, you know, that's a big part of it, but then also not feeling like it's all or nothing. Like you have to eat this way all the time or you're not, you know, paleo. So I think that for those people, if you're looking for that type of information, you're looking for healthy dinner recipes. Um, I've got a lot of great content on the site. If you're curious about the whole 30 diet, I've got day to day recaps of, you know, I've done the whole 34 times now and um, I've got a ton of recaps. I've got, you know, kind of a before and after of like what the changes I saw in my body were. Um, I interview people who have done whole thirties and talk about their experience. Um, and then, you know, what I really like about my site is I've got this catch all for awesome. And, <laughs> and awesome is just, it doesn't have to be health or fitness related. It's just anything that I think is like really freaking cool. So, um, so, you know, I will post different things that I just think are awesome. Like, uh, last summer I went on a digital detox where I, I didn't, check my email or, or go on a computer or anything for, for five days while I was camping with my family. Um, and I wrote, you know, a story on like five reasons you should go on a digital detox, you know, things, things like that. So, um, you know, as I come across things that I, I think are really interesting, uh, you'll, you'll find them under the awesome section on my site. That's really awesome. And I, uh, duh, <laughs> thus the name, um, the digital detox, because I've noticed the first thing I do in the morning is I check my phone and it's right next to me on the bed. In fact, one of the coolest things I've done is I will now charge my phone in the living room when I go to bed. Smart. That's great. Yeah. Um, I've, I've tried to instill in my house, unless it's work, no screens after 7 p.m. I love it. That's such a great rule. And it's I it's it gives me and Veronica a chance to talk, to catch up play with the dogs and read a book <laughs> not, not reading our phones or our kindles uh, so i i think that limiting the amount of digital what's the word i'm looking for digital interference in our lives is a great great resource and i'm really glad people can go to your website and kind of check out what you did there don't. Yeah, no, I think it's really important, especially like in today's like ever connected society. Oh, yeah. And do you guys have any new stuff coming out? Are there any specials to promote? When can people, 
Is there a specific time when people know that they can get new content from you guys? So we we are not on a regular publishing schedule, um, but I would say that you know we publish content one to two times a week, so just kind of keep checking back. But I would say the big focus right now is on the Expo West finds. So there's just a lot of stuff we comb through, and you know we're gonna have a lot of a lot of articles about Expo West and kind of paleo and whole. 30 and minimal ingredients. Um, look for that healthy Easter baskets feature. Um, and then just tips for spring too. Um, you know, we're going to be doing a lot of recipes that require a slow cookers, like just super easy, like simplified, like life hacks. Uh, especially if you're like me and you're, you know, you're a busy, busy working, busy mom on the go, uh, things that just kind of help you live a happy, and healthier life uh, while managing, you know, the the busy day to day chaos. <laughs> yes. I, I think everyone can use as much help as we can get uh, managing that chaos. So yeah, like even if it's just simple things, you know, like sometimes people say, "Oh, I don't have time to do this," but you know, I I kind of laugh when when people say that because I'm like, you know, if you if you just took a half hour and like just went and took a nap for a half hour or like go and sit and meditate and be quiet for a half hour and do nothing. Um, you would come back so much more recharged and your productivity would be so much higher than if you just tried to power through like drained, you know, kind of what we were talking about earlier, like recharging those batteries and like knowing the importance of like taking that time for yourself to like relax and recharge. Like I think is really important. No, absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree. So thank you for sharing that with everybody out there. Of course. And in we are beginning to wrap this up just a little bit. So do you have a go-to nerd or fitness resource or an app or anything that helps you fulfill your goals? So I talked a little bit about that earlier, but I would say my, my nerdy fitness resource is my Garmin VivoActive watch. I, I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I wear it all the time. I wear it to business meetings. I don't care if it looks goofy. I'm obsessed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just really into it. I love tracking my steps. I love, you know, just kind of being able to have it on and, you know, go in the pool and track how much I'm swimming and track my running and my pace and just all this great information. And um, so I'm really, really big on that. And then I would say that a new app that I'm looking to use or I have been using to kind of help me focus on my productivity is the Pomodoro technique. And this is where you kind of work in like 25 set, 25 minute segments. Like, you know, you work, 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 and then you take a break. Um, so I'm kind of, it's still to be determined like how effective it's been for me, but um, it's something that I just started using and maybe we can do a follow up at some point and talk about, talk about it. But, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's a cool app that I've been recently getting into. Excellent. I will do that. And the, the app is called Pomodoro Technique. Uh, I believe so. I'll, you know what, I'll check and I'll, I'll give it to you and then you can put it in the show notes. How's that? And that sounds perfect. And of course, uh, the show notes will have links to all these things as well, where you can get a Garmin Vivo Active. Um, and of course, where people can contact you, how can people get in touch with you? So I'm a big believer in consistency across social media platforms. So if you're looking for me, 
Uh, you can find my personal social media at LT Surf, and that is on, I am on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Snapchat, I'm on Instagram, Pinterest, uh, you know, you name it, you can find me there. Um, fit and Awesome, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash fit and awesome. You can find Fit and Awesome at Twitter, on Twitter at fit awesome. And then you can find me at fitandawesome.com. There we go. Finally, 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 to cap things off, what parting advice do you have for everyone out there listening to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast? Find what works for you and do it. Awesome. I think that's that's a really, uh, you know, it's it's so simple, but it's like, you know, everyone says, oh, well, how do you find more time or what's the best workout for me or what's the best meal? It's like, find the meal that works for you. Like, find the meal that's easy for you to cook. That you, that you can make easily and, and make it, you know, or find the time of day to work out that works best for you and then go work out during that time. You know, it's really like I think we try and, uh, you know, we read things in magazines or on blogs and we say, oh, I got to be doing this. I'm going to get the results that I'm looking for if I do this. But it's just like just, you know, try a bunch of different things. But like whatever works for you, like do that. You know, and like don't don't worry about what, you know, the person next to you is doing. Like, you know, you're you're only in competition with yourself and you should always be striving to be the best version of yourself. Don't look at your neighbor and, and see what they're doing. Just focus on you and, and find what works for you and, and go for it. I love that. I love that. And I hope everyone takes that to heart. Well, everybody, this has been an awesome first episode of the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. You can't get to 5 billion without starting at one. So we're on our way. Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe and download on iTunes. Uh, leave us a comment. You can always find me at dumbbellsanddragons.com. You can email me at ken at dumbbellsanddragons.com. And we are across numerous social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram as Dumbbells and Dragons, and then Twitter and Snapchat and Tumblr at dumbbellsdragon. Lindsay, thank you very much for being here. Appreciate your time today. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody. Workout nerd out.